0: Greetings, Earthlings. This is Born to be Mild, and I'm your host, Kelsey. Consider me your resident overthinker, your professional cynic, and a massive self-critic. From interviews to audio diaries, let's consider Born to be Mild our space to explore all of the things inside and outside the comfort zone, exploring life, especially the messy bits. This is Born to be Mild. It's my birthday. Have you heard that like TikTok song? The real song? I think I used I think I'm I used that audio on a reel on my birthday last year. <laughs> it's like from Tangled, it was trending. Anyway, it is my birth month. It is my season. It is the time to worship the goddess that is myself. It's not actually my birthday yet. By the time you hear this, it'll just be like a few days away. But I essentially have declared the month of December the national holiday of Kelsey. And my best friend knows that. She literally texted me on December 1st and was like, oh my God, happy birth month. So I've started to like get people on board with the spirit of me. So of course, I'm going to dedicate an entire podcast episode just to my birthday, but I promise there'll be like some value in it for you. No, we're just going to talk about how I want to spend my birthday. And then what I'm going to do is I'll have my editor, edit this. We'll get it live. And then I will be sending this to my husband so he understands what the agenda is. But then he can pretend that he made the plans. And that's really what works for us in the relationship is I would like to think that I'm married to somebody that like has these romantic plans, but I would like them to be exactly how I would like them. So I'm going to send you the agenda for the day. Like I do that with my Christmas gifts too and my birthday gifts because my birthday is so close to Christmas. I literally make a shared note, like a shared Apple note every year with things I want. And then when I unwrap them, I'm like, oh my God, how'd you know? How did you know I wanted that? That's so amazing. Thank you. I know some of you guys are rolling your eyes right now or laughing because you think that's hilarious. I'm just saying fucking try it, dude. Give it a shot because... I don't know about you. I don't have a lot of space in my life for extra crap I don't need. I would much rather people get me stuff that I actually want, need, or will use. And same for you. I'd rather you give me a list. Like, tell me, just tell me what you want. Okay. We all can buy our own shit at this point. Like, tell me what you want so I'm not buying you crap that you will literally never use and then end up throwing out. But I digress. Here's the thing about my birthday. My birthday is December 26th. It is the day after Christmas. That is Boxing Day. I don't. I still don't really understand what that holiday is. In the sense of like, I don't know if it's about cardboard boxes or if it's about like boxing, like fighting. And I've never bothered to look it up because it feels like it's a Canadian thing and it's not a thing here. Either way, that birthday alone is a little bit potentially shitty right because you have the potential for friends and family to lump it with Christmas and as a kid I just felt very personally victimized by the fact that I would have some people in my life that would only give me one gift like no that's those are two separate occasions for your holiday and your birthday I'm doing two separate things we're going out on two separate evenings two separate gifts like do not stiff me the experience you know what I'm saying so that's number one The other thing is, is like as a kid, people went on vacation during that time. So birthday parties weren't always a thing. We tried to invite people over. My parents were super cool about it. And yeah, but like if you're trying to celebrate on the day, like nobody's really around. So I wasn't the kid that got these cool July summer pool party birthday parties. Like it wasn't a thing, you know? And then drop on the fact that my youngest brother actually was born on my birthday nine years later. There is no shit talking to be done there because he is the best human on the planet. No one is good enough for him. Nobody will ever be good enough for him. He is a sweet angel and I love him to death. Like, even as a little kid, he would come up to me and be like, what do you want for our birthday dinner? What kind of cake do you want for our birthday cake? Like, such a sweet angel. And because he was like that, I always was like, well, what do you want? You know? Like, if he had been a shithead and come up to me and said, I want hamburgers, I'd be like, well, I want chicken. So fuck off. I'm older. It's a bit of a weird day to celebrate. And just because it's in the dead of winter and I am who I am, I'm not trying to like rage. I'm not trying to do anything crazy. I don't actually think I have crazy expectations. Here's the stuff I like to do. Number one, I really enjoy a good tea time. And I'm talking like an English... Tea setup. I want the tower that has like the pastries. A great tea spot for me is where they have fewer sweet stuff and more savory stuff. Like I want the little sandwiches that are cut in rectangles or triangles. I want a really good scone. I would love like a sausage roll. A delicious, savory sausage roll would just be excellent. And then a selection of teas. So I do love a good tea time. I did book myself. A reservation the week of my birthday to go to a tea place kind of close to our house, and they're solid. They'll do a decent job. I love a tea time. Ideally, I would also have some champagne at this excursion or like some nice glass of wine. I am very pregnant at this point, and that's not really in the cards for me. So it's like a little bit of a bummer, I will say, but I'm just gonna hold on to the non alcoholic beverage and. The countdown has honestly begun. Like, I'm kind of over being pregnant at this point. It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited. Just absolutely glowing with sweat dripping from my upper lip. But I'm kind of over it. So, you know, next year. Next year, we'll get the champagne. This year, we'll keep it non-alcoholic. My other favorite place to go on my birthday is always a bookstore. I am a voracious reader. I've been a voracious reader since I was a kid. I used to devour books as a kid. And I had this amazing butterfly chair that my mom set up in the corner of my room. And I had a little side table with a lamp so I could read at night if I wanted. And I just would sit in that chair and eat books for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And yeah, I had a big period of time where I kind of like stopped reading for pleasure. I think school systems do that to you. Like you get so tired of reading for stuff you don't actually find pleasurable that why would I engage in a book for any other reason other than school or work but yeah I think it was sometime in 2021 I started picking up reading fiction for fun again and it could all be trash like I really my Goodreads is not packed with like classic lit it's it's a little bit of garbage and that's okay like if you like to read trash read trash I'm pretty sure I have a whole episode with Tomi Uh, from good to Mecha about about reading some trash. So you can go back in time and listen to that episode. But a good bookstore for me, any bookstore really, is a great birthday activity. I definitely did that when I turned 30. I had a friend who gave me like a $100 gift card to Barnes & Noble for my birthday. And I legitimately went to Barnes & Noble on my birthday and spent $100. (laughs) So I probably spent more than that. Yeah, I just like got a basket, went down the aisles, filled it up, and I don't know. I just really, I love... I love book shopping, even though my TBR is quite long. I don't care. So I would love to go to a bookstore. I'm not sure where I'll be on my birthday, to be honest, if I will be up in my hometown or if I'll be closer to home. So yeah, we're going to have to figure out a a bookstore excursion. I also would maybe like to play some video games. Basically, what you're hearing is I just want to be left alone. You know, like, give me a book, give me my Nintendo Switch Give me a cup of tea. Like, I'm not trying to really be that social. I definitely don't want dinner out. So this is my PSA to my husband. He probably knows this. Being pregnant, dinner has been my absolute least favorite time of day. Because by the time I get to that meal, I am so exhausted by just simply being alive for the day. Like, this stomach is huge. It is like carrying a basketball filled with sand strapped to my stomach all day and he's kicking, and he's moving, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. And I have to pee all the time, and it's not comfortable. And then I'm hungry all the time, but there's really not any space. So by the time I get to dinner, I have nothing left to give, and I definitely have no space left. So I would prefer a quiet evening at home. It would be nice if he could either cook something for me, or if we could order for pickup to then just eat it at home, (laughs) which is basically like an average Tuesday for us. So I don't know. He could light a candle. That could be cute and romantic. Pick a candle, light a candle. Please don't take me to dinner out unless it's somewhere really good, like square pie guys, which makes square pizza. If you've never had your pizza in the shape of a square, it's sort of like when Reese's makes their Reese's peanut butter cups in the shape of an egg on Easter. And it tastes like 10 X better than the standard shaped Reese's. For some reason, pizza in a square tastes better So unless we're going to do something that I can't get from my kitchen table, I would just prefer that we stay at home. My husband has made this mistake in the past. I do want a cake. And I do expect that as the birthday queen and supreme ruler, I do not have to order my own birthday cake. I think that's like kind of depressing if you have to order your own cake. Or maybe it's empowering for you. Do you? Be empowered. I would like to be spoiled, and I would like him to order my cake. It should be a raspberry mousse cake from Schubert's. And that's it. Like, that's the cake. There is no other option. I hope he hears this early and pre-orders it because they do sell out. There was one year where <laughs> I we got in a pretty big fight over it. He basically didn't order the cake, and they didn't have any available, and I... Yeah, I mean, I thought it was like the end of our marriage. Basically, it's like the one thing I really wanted was this cake. It's the least you could do. The bar is low. Order the cake from Schubert's. So I would recommend that he get on that today. I'm recording this on December eighth. I think you're gonna need to place that order asap. He could also take me to just like shop and walk and browse somewhere. But to be honest, like the only things I really want are like candles, like wax buffalo or macana candles. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have the stamina to be like shopping through a Nordstrom right now or something like that. I just don't even have the energy. So that's my perfect day. Hopefully, I'll just like manifest that for myself. But as I approach my birthday every year, I always try and think about like what have I learned? What are the lessons? What's going on? I definitely thought about that turning 30 because it was a whole new decade that I'm entering into. Now I'm turning 31, which like ugh, I don't know. I just I think there's a lot about the 30s that people like even more than the 20s. Like in theory, I know more about myself. I'm more established. We have more money. That's nice. You know, like I was very poor in my 20s. So I wasn't able to like experience things in the same way simply because I didn't have the resources. So there's, I don't know, there's a lot of joy in in this venture of getting older But it's also just scary. And, you know, this society kind of hates old people. Like, we really do. We don't like aging. We don't appreciate it. We try and inject ourselves with Botox and have skincare and drink a lot of extra water and do whatever we can to essentially pretend that death is like not a thing. We're a very like death avoiding type society. We just pretend it doesn't happen. Anyway. The lessons I've learned, I'm only going to do three of them because nobody wants to listen to someone bullshit about 31 lessons they've learned by the time they turn 31. Here's my three. Number one, I'm going to put me first. Another great trending reel or TikTok sound. I wish I could find it and insert the audio here because (laughs) the way that this woman is like, I'm going to put me first. I got to put me first. Like that's how I feel. Turning 31 and especially being pregnant I am definitely number one, or like me and my family. So me, my husband, and this baby, we are number one. Nothing else really matters. Nobody else's opinion really matters. Doing things to please other people, not so much of a thing. I spent a lot of my 20s doing that, doing things for others, pleasing other people, finding myself in rooms that made me uncomfortable, finding myself at events that made me really miserable or uncomfortable, around people that made me uncomfortable, and not so much anymore. I just don't have time and I don't have the energy and I'm not going to spend my time expending the limited energy I have on shit that I don't enjoy or with people that don't do it for me. You know what I mean? So make you number one. The second lesson I've definitely learned is there's just absolutely no part of this life that you will ever be prepared for or ever be ready for. And if you're like me, somebody who likes to have a plan for literally everything, I will over-engineer and over-plan for every scenario possible because it makes me feel like I have a sense of control. Like if I can plan for all these scenarios, then when it happens, I won't be caught off guard. And the reality is, is you just can't control what's going to happen. You don't control the trajectory of your life. Anything could happen to you or someone you love at any moment, and you really have very little say over it. So there comes a level of peace with recognizing that and recognizing there's really nothing you can do about it. And the other side of that statement of just not really ever being ready or prepared is that I think for a long time, I assumed there was this age where a switch would flip and suddenly I would become an adult and I would just know all the things I need to know. Like I would be ready to have a kid. I would be ready to be pregnant. I would be ready to be a parent. I would know how to do it. I would know how to do this job that I'm in. I would know... (laughs) I don't know. I would know everything. I just assumed that, right? Like when you're a kid and you look at these adults that you've put on a pedestal, or I used to think 30 was so old. Like I remember being a kid and being like, oh my God, wow, they're so mature. They're so old. And now I'm 30 and I'm like, I... Who gave me permission to do any of this? Like, they're gonna let me take this baby home from the hospital with no certification, no training, and absolutely no qualifications or references to prove that I have a right to take this kid home. And that's life, man. That's life. You'll just never be ready to do anything. Like, I was never gonna be the person that woke up ready to be pregnant and ready to be a mom. So you just leap. I think some of the best moments in my life have been the times when I've just leapt into something I maybe wasn't fully prepared or ready to do, and you just kind of have to figure it out and just kind of have to adjust. Because if you let the fear of doing something big or scary get in the way or stop you, you might never do it. The third thing that I'm still trying to learn every damn day is it's okay to ask for help. There are probably so many people on this planet that are so much better at this than I am and ask for help all the time. I really envy you because it's a skill I'm still trying to learn. But you don't have to do everything yourself and you don't have to take on everything yourself. You can actually flag to people in your life that you might need a little assistance. And it's okay to be very direct in saying, here's what I really could use help doing. Here's what I need you to do. Or even like, here's five ways you could help me if you have the time or the energy to do so. And I'm definitely trying to do that with with this pregnancy and and with this process, because as we're approaching the time when the baby comes, I am in my third trimester, I'm already thinking through like, okay, I'm not the best at asking people to come help me out. So what's going to happen when I'm in this time that is going to be hard or and probably even harder than I can fathom right now? And I'll just feel like I'm drowning, and I'm just trying to stay afloat, and I know I'm not the person that's going to call for help. I'm just not that person. So what if I sent a message out to family now, months ahead of time, saying, here's the list of all the ways you can help me. You can come walk my dog. You could come do some dishes. You could bring me a freezer meal. You could heat up a meal from my freezer so that I don't have to heat it up for myself. Like There's a list of things people can do to help me out during that time, and it's going to be so hard in the moment. I'm going to feel so bad asking for it that maybe it's just smart that ahead of time I let people know, hey, here's what I'm going to need. Please do it. (laughs) So I actually literally sent that email yesterday just kind of being like, hey, if you're getting this email, you're part of my inner circle. Here are all the things that we could potentially use help with while we're going through this process or even while I'm in the hospital, like both of us are going to be in the hospital, and we have a cat and a dog that will need, you know, the dog has to be let out. Both of them have to be fed. Like, we need help. So we're asking for it. And part of me feels bad, like leaning on someone else and disrupting their life to come help us out. But this is life, man. And I think it's impossible to do it by yourself. I'm sure I've learned 800 million other things over my lifetime, but those are the primary three I'm focusing on right now, I'm working on right now. and yeah, since my birthday aligns with everyone's end of the year and New Year's resolutions and whatever else, like that's my little ode to you. Think about what you've learned this year, what you want to take forward, what you want to leave behind. It's probably equally as important actually to think about the shit that you want to leave behind as the stuff you want to take going forward. And... Happy holidays, because it's basically the holidays now. And also, happy birthday to me. You can come say happy birthday to me on my Instagram. I sometimes will do like giveaways on my birthday to other people, like Starbucks gift cards and stuff like that. So find me at Kelsey Boyanju on Instagram, or you can go to the at Born to be Mild Instagram page and say hi to the podcast. And yeah, that's all I got. Happy birthday to me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Born to be Mild. Don't forget to leave a rating and a review and subscribe.